In the entire history of humanity, only 24 people have actually seen the full circle of the earth. And now a Canadian is going to be part of the very next people to see that. The first non-American to do it, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Jeremy Hansen, and that is the name of the 47-year-old astronaut who's been selected to become the first non-American to venture all the way to the moon. So how big of a deal is this? Well, as, as the Prime Minister said there, first time we've tried to do this in more than 50 years. Artemis 2 is scheduled for launch potentially in a year. We're going to learn all about how significant this is with the help of someone who knows all too well about the dark reaches of space. Ron Guerin is a former NASA astronaut and the author of a recently released book called Floating in Darkness. He flew to the International Space Station twice and he joins us now. Ron, thanks for being here this morning. Good morning, Sonny. Now, Ron, how big of a deal is this in the space community? Uh, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, as you said, we haven't uh, been to the moon in over 50 years. Um, and the difference this time is we're going to stay. Um, you know, the last time it was basically proving that we could do it. Um, and now we want to set up a permanent human presence on the moon. And this is the first really big step. What was it like for you? Like even going up to the International Space Station, you went up there twice, right? How long were you there for? Uh, six months in total. Oh, wow. Okay. What's it like up there? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, got a, it's got a good view. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful place to live. It really is. Um, it is an orbiting laboratory, and uh, scientific experimentation is being conducted on there 24 hours a day. 365 days a year, and it is a, in a remarkable place. It's a remarkable place in a lot of ways, and one of the biggest reasons, and what really struck me while I was up there, is the international cooperation that it represents, um, where you have 15 nations all working together, uh, like we should be doing on the Earth, but we're unfortunately not doing on the Earth. It's, it's a really shining example of international cooperation. How do you prepare for something like this, Ron? How did you prepare? Well, um, NASA does a really good job in CSA and all the other space agencies of preparing their crews. Um, it takes years of training uh, to prepare for each of the each of the missions that you fly on. And um, but the, you know, beyond that, beyond the formal training, there's also you know just getting ready to, to leave the, the planet for months at a time. Or in the case of, of the Artemis II crew, going farther than anybody's ever gone before. And um, that there's a there's a lot that goes into that, and it's not just the formal training. Right. I was wondering they can teach you all the science stuff, right? But can they teach yeah. you what happens once you get up there and you look down and you think, boy, I, I I feel pretty insignificant right now. Well, there there really is no training, at least that I went through, for the you know psychological, spiritual, you know, uh, emotional experience of seeing the planet in the blackness of space and. The Artemis II crew, they're going to go way beyond the moon. About, uh, I think it's 10,400 kilometers past the moon, uh, or 10,000 kilometers past the moon. And they're going to be able to see the moon and the Earth uh, out the window of the spacecraft. And that's going to be a profound experience, I, I guarantee you that. Yeah, just even thinking about that for a second, I don't think any of us can actually grasp how profound that actually is. So it, it, there must be quite a camaraderie then among um, astronauts who've gone into space. Yes, it's a small small community. <laughs> and, you know, the common bond that we all share is that having that experience, having the experience of seeing the true unity that, that we as a species are called to uh, when you look 
at the earth from, from that vantage point. And, you know, everything, all these things that, you know, we think are so important that, that we fight over, that we quarrel over, uh, kind of blur into insignificance uh, from, that, from that vantage point. And that's a really bonding experience. Um, and so it's a, it's a pretty tight community. Is that why you founded that humanitarian organization when you retired from NASA? Um, well, actually, I, I think you're referring to the Mana Energy Foundation, which I, I actually founded as I was, you know, while I was still an active astronaut. And yes, I think that's a, a big part of it. You know, you feel uh, a commitment, a commitment to, you know, hopefully help make life on our planet as beautiful as it looks from space, because you really get hit in the gut by a sobering contradiction between the beauty of our planet and the unfortunate realities of life on a planet for a significant number of its inhabitants. But you also have this feeling of hope that it doesn't have to be this way, that we, we can make it better. And I think uh, that's one of the big reasons why we explore space is to, is to get that vantage point. When you hear about what um, uh, Jeremy is going to be going through, what Jeremy Hansen is going to be going through, it must be exciting for him. Yeah, especially since this is his first flight. So that's, I mean, this is... Uh, wow, what a first is, flight, uh, right? Yeah, this is this is quite a quite a first flight, but uh, he's a great guy, very capable, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna do amazing. What would be your advice to him? Savor every single moment of it. Try and try and capture it as it, as it's happening. I mean, not to be cliche, but to live in the moment as it's happening, because you know we're astronauts on a crew are really busy, and it's really easy to just get focused on your job and what you have to do. And it's important and you need to do that, but you also have to find those moments where you could just, um, I, I almost said step back or float back. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And just really try and process, you know, what's happening, where you are, what you're doing, the significance of it. Um, and otherwise it'll, it'll pass you by and then you'll be, find yourself later wishing that you had, had done that. And, and, kept a little bit more um, for the future, I guess. That's, there's a bigger message there, I think, for all of us, though, Ron. I think we could all do a little yeah. learning to embrace the exactly. moment, can't we? Exactly. Exactly. We're, we're all surrounded every moment of every day by miraculous uh, wonder and beauty, and we, we've learned how to take it for granted. So true. Ron, thank you for your time this morning. It's my pleasure, Cindy. Appreciate that. Ron Guerin is a former NASA astronaut, went up to the International Space Station twice, as a matter of fact, author of the recently released book called Floating in Darkness. And you know what? I, f I feel like what Ron's experience was, a lot of astronauts must go through that. You go up there, you see, you look back, you see the Earth, you're working up there in such isolation. And I think he's described it as the transformative power of spaceflight. And I, I'm sure that happens to all astronauts when they go up there. And the newest, uh, this big one, this is a big deal. This is Jeremy Hansen, a 47-year-old Canadian who has been selected to become the first non-American to venture as part of the Artemis II crew uh, all the way to the moon. First time we have done this in more than 50 years. Uh, and that's scheduled for launch late this year, early next year, but obviously now there's a lot of interest in this now that NASA has decided the moon is going to be a big deal for them, right? This is going to, I think, revive a lot of interest uh, for sure in space flight and space exploration. We always have, though, still had some interest in that, haven't we? If you're